What does conviction mean? Or what is a conviction? When you are sure. So, in secondary school, when they say two words that appeared to go against each other, what is it called? Imagine, somebody say what are opposite. <laughs> no, for real, you don't know. Antonyms. Antonyms is graduation of what are opposite now. See, no, ah, no matter. It's okay, it's okay. Let's continue. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know that in the Bible, there are people who doubted, right? I will tell you to stand up, oh. Auntie, I will tell you to stand up. Praise God. People, there are people who doubted in the Bible, right? So can we give me examples? Say, uh, Sarah, nice one, nice one. Oh, oh. Peter, yes? But at the most... Doubting Thomas, yes. Who else? Who else? Ah, Auntie, you deserve one sweet. Yes. Zechariah, who else? Ah? John the Baptist. Eh? Eh? 
Eh? Eh? Who else? I like the interaction. Who else? Mary, did she doubt? Did Mary doubt? No, yes. Did Mary doubt on this side? Mary that born Jesus Christ. Did Mary doubt? Did Mary doubt? You see the funny thing about this mask? I can hear the voices, but I've not seen any lips. <laughs> Mom, I cannot hear. So, did Mary doubt? Please use your head. Did Mary doubt? Yes, did Mary doubt? Please don't shake the head and let it calm down. I didn't like it. Okay, yes, so Mary doubted at some point because you know when the angel told her, she said, she asked the question and said, How? Seeing that what? I'm a father. She doesn't used to do bad things. <laughs> well, you'd stop for me. Praise God. So she doubted. Zechariah doubted. So Zechariah and Mary. They were even in the same chapter in the Bible. Luke 1, right? Okay. So, did Jesus doubt? Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ, did he doubt? <laughs> did he doubt? Please, this side, did Jesus doubt? Did he doubt? Did he doubt? See some people, you know this parliament. Like, yes, yes, yes. Did Jesus doubt? Did Jesus doubt? Did Jesus doubt? The way that people are now, the volume of this Jesus own, it's as if you are yeah, the one that Jesus sent to defend him. Just be calming down. Praise God. So, you remember at the cross, when Jesus was saying that, if it is possible but was that doubt but was that doubt so what was it it, it was emotion <laughs> it was what please 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 thank you it's okay Uncle Femi is giving me eye. Please, let's start. Praise God. Uncle Femi, <laughs> Uncle Femi gave me a short time, so let's go. But, you know, like Uncle Femi said, when I, the first time I came to preach, ah, Nepal went off. There was no light again. I mean, I finished everything I wanted to, to preach. Then I had maybe like 40 minutes, in like maybe 10 or 20 minutes. Uncle Femi first came. He did round up. And Kevetu came, did round up. There was still time to show how um, fast it was. So let's move, let's move, let's move. Having doubt is okay, right? But we must get to a point where the convictions we have hold a larger percentage in our hearts. It could be convictions from God. It could be convictions from the things that you generally believe. So for example, some people will say, I don't believe that sleeping around before marriage is right. Right? Those are convictions that you may have in your heart. But there are times when doubt comes. Like, what's, what's it self? Is it by... Is it, people say that are doing bad things, they have married, they are born shy. Please, am I thinking like a youth? Does it happen? 
So there are times when people would say, um, I need to, maybe God told you that you need to be in Nigeria. Well, I don't know about that one, right? But you'll be like, Shebi, this is my friend, Ijakpa, and he's doing well. Let me to join these people, right? So there are times when doubt will come about the things that God has said about you, right? And today would be not um, discarding it, but we'll be looking at ways in which we can blend it in, right? So as youths, we are constantly faced with questions about our conviction. Why I go school safe? You know there are people that did not go to school and they are doing well. Am I lying? So sometimes in that phase of examination, you may be thinking that maybe I should just drop out. I'll be easy by force, by fire safe. Some people will say, make I just enjoy life. Or entrepreneurs like us, maybe there are days where we don't feel like working. We will go and we'll say, BSc, 2-1, psychology. Let me go and get a job, right? And those are times when doubt comes in. So there are people who say, get rich quick schemes. So for example, if I put 100,000 inside this place now, in 45 minutes, who has received that message on Facebook? In 45 minutes, you will get that much, 300,000. And you know, you're convinced, at, you've been convinced at some point that that is wrong, right? Or it's impossible. And in the face of, I don't have any money, you now take that your 100,000. You will not send it to somebody that you didn't know before. And in 45 minutes, what happens to you? The number you're calling is, in fact, does not exist. What do you then do? Right? So some people will say, let me just go and marry one rich baba. Abby, there's one girl in this church that is to tell me that she's not going to school. That she wants to go and marry. I hope the girl can hear me. She's still here or she did not go. Who knows the girl? Or some people, God would have probably told some people that this is the person you are to marry. Eh? Just give this guy time. He has prospects. Or give this lady time. She has prospects. And all of a sudden, you are doubting. Maybe the person went for a job interview and you are thinking that this person has no college job. How do I want to survive? How will this person feed me later on when we get married? And God has told you that this is the person for you, but you are doubting. So, a take-home assignment I want to give us. <laughs> it's not like I become badnestic and come and check the assignments, but in our spare time, please check Zechariah versus and Mary. Why did both respond the way they did? And what were the effects of their responses? Why did they respond the way they did? And what were the effects of their responses? So, Zechariah was a priest, right? Mary was just a nomage. So this Ze brother Zechariah, sorry, daddy, sorry, grandpa Zechariah was always in the house of God, praying and saying, God, give me a son. And I don't know if there's anybody like that in this place today who has been asking God, God, please help my life, help this particular situation that I'm going through. And when the angel of the Lord eventually showed up for him, 
e conde ask kiki say how will i know and this is zechariah that has spent most of his life doing the work of god this is zechariah that has been attending children church teen church uh, school of disciple workers in training believers class and he's still there asking you see what um, doubts can do and what did god, what did the angel do what did the angel do people of god what did the angel do he made him dumb he couldn't speak again but that's even a side gist because that's not where i'm going to that's like you know when you are going somewhere you now see more delicacies you now say let me buy small rice praise god so the message today is from judges chapter 6 Judges chapter 6. That's the story of. Who? Whose story is that? Eh? Gideon. Somebody says Zechariah. Gideon. Judges chapter 6. So I'll quickly read. I hope I can still. <laughs> I still know how to read out. Read out loud. Judges root. <laughs> Judges chapter 6. Praise God. Please, can it be you? The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And for seven years, he gave them to the hands of the Midianites. Because of the power of the Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern people evaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza. I did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them on their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help, right? So verse 6, Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of, the, because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hands of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hands of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have listened not to me. Hallelujah verse 11 the angel of the lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to joash the abuz uh, abies right where his son gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep him to keep it from the midianites okay so we'll start the conversation from there it's all the way down but we'll start from verse 11 the Bible says that the angel of the Lord, please note, the angel of the Lord, who came to sit down under the oak tree? The angel of the Lord, right? Let's keep that in one hand. Verse 12. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Verse 13. Pardon me, my Lord. Gideon replied, you know, the angel sat with him and he says, 
the angel says to Gideon, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon is like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait. Number one, it's not, it's not, the Lord is with you. Because if the Lord is with me, now, he says, the Lord is with you. Gideon says, if the Lord is with us, did you see that? Verse 13. Verse 12 says, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. That's what the, the angel said. Gideon said, Pardon me, my Lord. Gideon replied, But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? You see, one of the things that I, I noticed that we face as youths, we may be around... Um, We may be around his presence and not even recognize. The angel was there sitting with him first. He didn't recognize. So there are people that God has placed in our lives. And we are not recognizing them because maybe the person just they wear the true slippers up and down. The person is just there. The person is short like me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? God works by using people. He won't say it's coming down from heaven like this. But maybe you are a special kind of being. But most times... God works through people, right? And he says, the, the, um, Gideon did not even recognize him. Now, the angel now said, the Lord is with you. But Gideon said, if the Lord is with us. And that's one thing. When a word of God comes, so for example, somebody is preaching. Person will say, it's not cuckoo me they are talking to. You know that that word is for you. You will not be saying it's for all of us. She people are plenty in the church. We are doing association. The angel said, the Lord is with you. And that's the beginning of this conversation today. This word is for you. Don't think that there's somebody else that I'm speaking to. Because it's only you that will come to church. Praise God. This word is for you. And I would encourage us as youth, when we hear the messages, maybe recorded messages or whatever, and we're like, oh, they preached this since 20 years ago. It can't be, it can't be my situation. And we begin to doubt let's just have that mind that it is my word it is my word for this season of my life praise god and he says hold up Egbon said Egbon, i'm calling Egbon the angel the lord is with you gideon said if the lord is with us that's why we sometimes hear the word and prophecies but we feel that it is us that the word is for whereas it is for you let's go on he says But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all the wonders that our ancestors told us about? When they said, did the Lord not bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. You know, there are times when Geo, that the Geo preaches, and we hear of some testimonies. There are times when you say, ah, they did not have food in the house, and they were taken from the pot. Who has said that testimony? They were taken from the pot. Taken from the pot. Ah, and me, yeah, I did not even have transport to go. Jesus, what happened? Is, are you not the same God? And we begin to question. Who oh, I said, um, Bishop Oedepo, talk about the fact that God told him about what is happening currently in Canaan land in 1981. Who oh, I said it? <laughs> he, he, he said, God told him, so what is happening now with Canaan land? He's not surprised by it. And God has promised 
you or me that I would be the first graduate in my, in my family and I never even see jump. I never even get why. God, what is happening? God says I'll be prosperous, but I never even get a job. Where the prosperity won't come from now? And we're doubting. And we're doubting. Gideon, one of the things that stood out for me was that Gideon was a youth, just like me. Right? And so I could say, God, what is this story about it? About that relates to me. As I was reading these things, eh, God was telling me too that, Madam, this word is not for them. It's for you. Praise God. So I'm talking to all of us. All of us, right? Now let's move on. Did the Lord not allow me finish school? No job. Hey, this Japa dream. I want to travel out, but no visa. I got rejected. The Lord saved me at birth. I heard about the story, the circumstances around my birth. But I'm not even still smart after all. I know even feeds pass any exam. So why did God even save me in the first place? These are questions that we ask. God told me that um, I should walk. And he bless the works of my hands. He has really blessed the works of my hands. But then I saw this investment and I put my money inside. Two weeks after. MMM have carried the money away. What do I do? I don't know why MMM still still true people. Is it still happening? Praise God. Let's move on. Verse 14. Remember in verse 11 it was who? The angel. Verse 14. The Lord turned to him and said, Praise God. There comes a point in every man's life that God will show up. In the midst of the doubts and different circumstances, God will show up. And still, he's not showing up as God. God, this is my son. Right? The convictions, the words God has put in our hands, the words God has put in our ears, that is when the Lord would come and show up. Now, the Bible says, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? What's the Yoruba of that? Oromonishe fire. Am I not sending you? Am I not sending you? Now the Lord shows up and he says, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of the Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? When God said that, you know, um, Gideon had already complained that this and that, God, why is everything happen happening? God did not say, ha, sorry, oh, ha, she. What did God tell him? Go in this strength that you have and save Israel. Too often, we focus on what is not working. As youth, we focus on the things that are not working. We are complaining to God and God is saying, go. God is saying, go. And we're still saying, God, ah, we're like, Paul, my parents have this one. My this one have that one. And you are complaining. And God is saying to you, what? Go, call yourself. Oluwatobi, go. Oluwatobi, go. You know, sometimes then I want to scare myself. I say, follow, go. And that way, quickly does what I want him to do, right? And so this morning, I'm saying, Oluwatobi, go. Because God is saying, go. You see? 
we focus on what is not working verse 15 says pardon me my lord Gideon replied but how can I save Israel my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family I'm not even my family is maybe Ijebu something 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 I'm not the last born again in the house and I feel that God is saying because I said God what does this save me they say I should come and save Nigeria because I didn't understand this one and God says to me that save means to do what he wants me to do because there are more lives to be reached out to so that they will know that there is a God that's what save means in this context when God explained it to me he says save means to do what he wants you to do right so you may be in an office and your boss does not know God and you're like huh is it all what they are teaching us in LOC like this that will now make me talk? It's as if I'm playing with my job. And God is saying, do the things that you need to do excellently. So that this person will say, ah, who is this God that you are always talking about? Or that, that is helping you. You really sometimes don't need to talk, right? But your character, your actions, you do things excellently. You are saving people by that. You are changing their mindset that there's a better way to do things and who is the person that's giving you that empowerment god because he's an excellent god so you don't have to say come on come you need to do that excellently no the way that you do it would ensure that other people learn from it and become excellent praise god so i say that still verse 15 right my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. And we begin to give excuse again. Remember, God has shown up, oh, we're not giving excuse again. God, but I'm just 25. Let the people that have advanced, let them take up the work that you have sent. Or some people say, school, God, you know that I don't have a BSc. Maybe I should just not apply so that the people that have master's, can get it and we begin to give excuses or there's an opportunity in world bank and you're thinking that lord i'm a nigerian no with all the stories that they say about nigerians let me kuku not apply let me just stay or you can say god i cannot even speak english well so what am i even doing there verse 16 the Lord answered. Please, let's read it together. I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. God did not say, Ah, I could understand, though. You know, say, Now, nah, US, they're supposed to born you, but your daddy just decided to travel and he met your mother in Nigeria. Did God say that? Did he focus on the problem? What did God say? I will be with you. I will be with you. That's what God said. And that's for everyone here, including myself. God would be with you. That's his word. That's his word. Every time I put up an application, anytime I do anything, I'm always assured that God is with me. They pick me, oh, it's their loss. I mean, it's their good. They don't pick me, oh, it's their loss. It's their business. But God is not with me, yeah. Ironic. 
sorry <laughs> praise God but God is with me that's what I say right Gideon now replied you can see the back and forth back and forth God will talk it will talk God will talk it will talk Gideon replied if now I have found favor in your eyes give me a sign that it is really you talking to me but still doubting. <laughs> Please give me cane. I want to flog this video. But still doubting. And literally, that's for everybody here. Am I, right? Wait till, wait till we want again. Pastor, we call you. I had this cane about you. You, you will dream. I had this in the dream. I was clothed with royalty. You, see, you will now wake up. You will now see the roof in your house is leaking. And we are doubting. Reality versus waiting. Praise God. I was still doubting. One thing that struck me was in verse 18. Gideon said, Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And I felt like God, this brother again will go. And he will come back again. Ha. And I feel that that's us saying in, in layman's term that let me go, God, please make her first go. Make her go get MSc first. Make her go marry first. Make her go graduate first. Make her go get job experience first. Are they come? Are they come? So that I will show you that I'm ready. Hear what Gideon says. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. Hmm. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. Who does that? I will wait until you return. And so I said, God, what does this mean? He said to me, He will wait though. You know the thing? God knows the age. He doesn't age. Our doubts won't allow God to change his mind. It won't make God change his mind. It is us that age. The question is, will we have the strength to be all that God wants us to be when we are finally ready? Will we have the strength to be all that God wants us to be when we are finally ready? We don't go get MSc. We don't go marry. We don't go graduate. We don't go get job experience. Because we want to prove to God that we are ready. And by that time, it comes to say, oh yeah now, travel to Kenya travel to XYZ and maybe by that time we are 60 or 70 years old and well okay Lord I will go ha! seek ye the Lord in the days of thy youth in the days of thy youth don't wait till that time when your kete kete what's kete kete in English please your kete kete have old and you don't have the strength anymore see truth be told i enjoy my marriage i love my marriage but there are some things i can't do because i have a son do you know there are some decisions i can make i cannot make rather without thinking of one my husband without thinking of my son and guess what it won't get better i go still born again so why don't you just stand up and do and that's what God is telling me too. 
<laughs> Praise God. Yeah, that's my son. He has recognized. He has shown himself. Why don't you just stand up and do? The Bible says, seek ye the Lord. Have you heard the Bible says? In the days of thy youth. See that Bible verse too. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. This one. This one. It is my message. This one. Are they come? It says, God does not age. Oh. He doesn't age. It is us that would age. And that sometimes I just try to picture in my mind that God, what would life be when they are saying, Pastor or Sister, Auntie Toby, whatever, please come and minister in the US, come and minister in the UK, come and do that. There will be honor, right? There will be honor. Sometimes I think about the possibilities of what life can be when I do the will of God. Versus what will happen if I don't? And it's the same with our businesses. The work that we do, what effort are we putting into it right now? Because it will not get, the time will not be freer than what it is now. You would continue, continue. Praise God. So seek the Lord early. Remember, God does not age. Also, we go the age. Praise God. Verse 19. Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat, and from ephah or flour, he made bread without yeast, putting the meat in a basket, and it's brought in a pot. He brought them out and offered them under the oak. <laughs> he went, did all the old MSC, BSC, my children. He went, 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 and brought them. And brought them under the oak. Where did the angel meet him at first? Under that same oak. Under that same oak. He went to package himself. The oak, the same place God met with him initially. We cannot jump process. We cannot jump process. We can't say that because uh, God has have attained everything. Picking way for primary two. He go repeat them. You know, go go primary three. Oh. So the earlier we begin to learn the things that God has said we should learn at every stage in our lives, the better for us. We cannot jump process. And that's why um, I said I'm coming back to um, Revelation 3.27. It is, and it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. To the yoke of his discipline. If we do not learn what we are to learn at every stage, we will repeat the class. And so at age 60 or age 70, when we are finally ready for adventure, we will now be learning punctuality. Something that we would have learned in workers' meeting in church. Do you understand? Something that we would have learned in workers' meeting, come to church by 7 a.m., we're not going to be learning it at age 60, age 70. God forbid. God forbid. Take up that responsibility now. To do life the way God wants it. To do life the way God wants it. We'll not be rushing for workers meeting. Our children too will be saying, 
Daddy, I still want to sleep. Oh, you still want to sleep. Oh, yeah, let's sleep now. No discipline. Because you never learn now. Hmm. Verse 20. And the angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread. Place them on this rock and pour out the broth. There were some things God also explained to me there, but I'm racing because of time. It says, Fire fled on the rock, consuming the meat and bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed from the beginning, Do they know? Do they understand? Right? When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Ah, uncle, go melo. And then Gideon now wakes up to say, ah, It's the angel. Why did I go for my masters? God was telling me to do XYZ. God was actually telling me. But the Lord said to him, See, God is just amazing. Peace, peace, peace. Do not be afraid. You are not going to die. Peace. Do not be afraid. You are not going to die. And I felt, what does this death mean? Death. You know, there are times when our convictions seem to have died. When the things we believed in seem to have died, it could make sense more. But I pray by the strength of the Almighty that there's a, there's a reawakening of the convictions that we once had, that we once had in Christ, in the name of Jesus. And you know, there are some battles that only you can fight. So you will stand up now and begin to reawaken the convictions that God has once proven said over your life. You will stand up and begin to reawaken. There are some things God has told you when you were 10 years, when you were 15 years, when you were 13 years, and it doesn't look like it now. But God's word is always true. Let every man be a liar and let God be true. And we are going to reawaken that conviction this morning to say, God, you told me that I am the light of the world. Everywhere I go, the light of the Lord radiates. Therefore, I am light. Nobody cheats me. Enough of cheating. I take my rightful place in Christ Jesus. The Lord God Almighty causes my hands to war. The Lord God Almighty strengthens my feeble knees. I'm strengthened by the power of the Lord. Let's begin to declare all those words. The words we've heard in children's church. The words we've heard in teen church. That I'm great and mighty. I'm as a mighty nation. The Lord goes before me. He makes every crooked path straight. The Lord God Almighty is my salvation. Therefore, I am saved. I am not afraid. In the name of Jesus, I'm bold. I'm strong. I'm courageous. I'm wise. In the name of Jesus, irrespective of everything that goes on around me, I am wise. I know what to do. I'm around people that make sense. I'm not around people that will just be leading me anyhow. I'm around people that make sense. My words matter. The words that I speak matter. The things that I say matter.
Father, in the name of Jesus, in places, people will remember me for good. People will remember me for good. They won't say, oh, that girl, just leave her like that. Until the king arrives, until I arrive, the kings will stay and wait for me. Until I arrive, oh, I don't care. The kings will wait. Say, let's, be, let's give her more minutes. Let's give her more hours. She will almost be here. Kings make excuses for me. People that matter make excuses for me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The words that I speak, their spirit and their life. Come on. If you can pray in tongues, pray in tongues because it does something to your spirit, man, too. Yes, I'm the light of the world. The Lord God Almighty makes my tongue like that of the ready writer. I know what to say part time. I'm wise in the name of Jesus. The Lord is my light, is my salvation. Blessed is the man I am blessed. I stand in the council of the body. I sit in the seat of the wise in the name of Jesus. My lips are the lips that the Lord has blessed in the name of Jesus. Let's begin to speak all those words, those convictions, those things that have made us even stay on to this very moment. Let's begin to speak them. So our spirit man is realigned. Our spirit man is awakened to know, to know, to know, to know, to know that God is for me. That God is for me in the name of Jesus. strong enough to say that there are people who feel that their convictions or some things that they've been doing has died like literally died like you're just moving may not be like say i know they move but you know in your heart that some things that you feel that should be your fire should be the things that are burning up don't long no longer exist there are times when we would pray five hours stretch where you campus will do all those things in your campuses do a lot of you know serve god diligently but now it doesn't look like it anymore may i just come where, where five clothes come please come forward if you are like that god is ready to meet with you god is ready to meet with you there's a reawakening among everything else that we say today that you go back home being a changed person that is the essence of church that is the essence of church that is the essence of church that we don't, we don't just come and say okay uh, our service, service was awesome no that we can take actionable points actionable steps towards the goal that christ has made for us that is the essence speak to your god this morning it is you and god it is you and god it is you and God. It is you and God. It is you and God. God is strengthening you. God is strengthening you. He's reawakening those things in your life that may have seemed like it don't go. It don't finish. 
of God. Nothing in my hand dies. In the name of Jesus. used to be. Remember the things you used to do for him. Number two, repent. Repent. Tell the Lord I'm sorry, I walked away from some of the things you said. I walked away from some of the things that you used to have me do. And then go back and do the first works. Go back and do those things that you used to do for him. Go back and do those things he has told you to do. Go back and do those things that he has put in your heart. In a minute, I just want you to respond to the Lord. Respond to the Lord. Lord. Stop your hands and respond to the Lord. Talk to him. 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 Walk with you. 
Lord, everything that has looked like it has died in their life, we speak life to it in the name of Jesus Christ. Life to their homes, life to their bodies, life to their everything, to everything they lay their hands on, we say receive life in the name of Jesus Christ. We say life, your dreams receive life in the name of Jesus Christ. We say nothing will die in your heart. Lord, even as they walk out of this church, begin to have fresh encounters with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you are a God that will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, they may have walked away, but you have stayed there, waiting for them. Thank you, Lord, because even they have realized what they have done. They have realized their need. They have realized a, a need for something from you. Lord, we declare, Lord, let there be a meeting between them and destiny. A meeting between what is on their heart and your goodness, Lord. Let them meet with you. And let them have a revelation of your goodness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord. Because we know of the truth, they will testify in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Let's rise up, let's rise up. Before we sit down, we are still praying. We are still praying. Church, I want us to just, uh, let's, let's just lift up our voice and say, Father Lord, I consecrate myself to your will. None, none of me, but all of you. Use me for your glory, Lord. I consecrate myself, I release myself to your will. Not as I will, but thine. Let's pray, let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I consecrate myself to your use, to your will. None of me, all of you, Lord. Oh, it says for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Let's, 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 let's lift up our hands. I say, God, we will serve you. My life will use, my life will glorify you. My life will honor you. My life will matter for you. My life will count for your kingdom. My life will count for good. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, no matter what is going on around me, I choose to be different. No matter what everybody is doing, I choose to be different. I choose to live my life in submission to your will. I live in submission to your will. I live in submission to your purpose, to your counsel. Lord, 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 I yield my life to you. Use me for your glory, Lord. I give myself away so you can use me. Give myself away. For anyone that has not known Jesus, you don't know him in a personal way. You've been coming to church, or you know the Lord, but you are no longer walking with Him. You have walked away. If you are in that situation, you want Jesus to come into your heart, or you want to return 